0: Hello, listeners. Matt here. Hey, are you Potter and Family? Go on Twitter and search the hashtag Potter and Family or follow at Potter and Family to find a bevy of great podcasts, including this one. That's hashtag Potter and Family or at Potter and Family on Twitter. By the way, spoiler alert, this podcast will be talking about the most recent episode of the show that it covers. So if you're not caught up, come back when you are, if you don't want to be spoiled. Don't worry, we'll be here waiting. Dedicated to Showtime Series Homeland, you are listening to the Homeland Field Division Podcast. And now here's your host, Matt Murdick. Homeland Field Division Podcast, welcome back. It's Episode 8 of Season 6, Alt.Truth, written by Patrick Harrison and directed by Leslie Linka-Gladder. That's what we're looking at this time around. A great episode, a thrilling episode, a sad episode, uh, an intriguing episode, uh, a surprising episode. I found a, a lot about this episode that I liked. But before I get into that, you can hear my thoughts about just about all of the episodes of Homeland by going to homelandfielddivision.wordpress.com. That's where you can find all of the existing back episodes of the podcast. You can also find contact links. If you want to contact me, you can send an email to Podcast at gmail.com, or you can tweet at homelandfield, or you can call 314-669-1840. And I'm going to give my own thoughts on this week's episode in just a moment. But last week I was talking about how it felt like Dar wasn't really doing these things um, for the reasons that seem apparent right now. But we now see he's got his fingers in just about every pie. And uh, lots of you disagreed with my assessment last week, including uh, Greg, who left this voicemail for me last week.
1: Hello, Matt. It's Greg and I wanted to talk about this episode you know as Homeland is leading to a uh, conclusion you know that I believe that Dar is behind he's pulling the strings uh, on everything my uh, it's funny thing my ex-wife uh, and I keep in contact she lives in Boston she has given up on Homeland uh, she used to be an avid fan um, and she thinks it's just too slow; it's the it same scenarios. But you know, you know, she is a big fan, and I also am a big fan of the Americans, the counter to Homeland. And uh, if you haven't seen it, or it's worth checking out. Um, season uh, f- season five has just started up again. And uh, so we'll, we'll see how that plays out. But I think uh, we'll find out in the end that Dar is connected all around. Have a good day. Bye-bye.
0: All right. Thank you, Greg, so much for your thoughts there. I really appreciate them. And I actually have never watched The Americans. I, I would want to, uh, I don't know, is it on Netflix? I'd have to catch up the seasons. I don't want to jump into something in the middle of the fifth season. I'm one of these people that has to, if it's a a kind of a a serialized show, then I I can't just jump in the middle of it and then backtrack to try and fill in spots. But uh, maybe I'll give it a consideration if I have time to uh, in the near future. Thanks for that. And I see your point. I mean, they're certainly showing DARS involvement in every aspect of this. But I really still have not seen any motivation. That's my big question. And as far as the Homeland concluding... I'm assuming you're reasoning this season, um, not the show itself, because I think I read back in July that they had added on two more seasons to their renew order. Um, they, when they, they first ordered Homeland Season 6, and then they added Season 7 and 8. Um, and I actually can confirm that with a report from the Post-Dispatch in July And um, IMDb showing slots for season seven and eight as well. So uh, there you go. Two independent sources. This is not fake news. Um, It may be old news, but it's not fake news. Uh, But I'm assuming that you just meant as the conclusion of this season goes. And maybe F. Murray Abraham is just uh, ready to move on, to not do this anymore. And that would be a good way to write his character out. Like I said, not a very satisfactory way of writing his character out. At least not for me. Um, But he definitely does have his fingers in every pie. And here's the thing that really got me. I mean, if this guy, this killer, is going after Peter and Astrid, if that's on Dar's order, then that is sinister. That is very, very, very sinister if he's doing this on Dar's order, because i i I was under the impression that dar had gotten astrid there to probably you know just keep peter at bay because he needed to keep peter at bay because peter could blow uh other aspects of whatever operation he was running but if the intent was to kill astrid as well as peter in the end then that's just a whole other ball game and that Really makes you not like Dara Dahl. In addition to not liking that TV host dude, man, that guy plays a real good jerk. That actor is doing a real good job playing a jerk. You know, coercing that, uh, that poor soldier into shortening his story is what it seems like uh, with an alt dot truth, the way they cut all of that video together um that can only mean bad things for the president elect of course lots of bad things going for the president elect of course and you you see that dar evidently reached out to Saul's friend here from a from Iran and got to him it seems like dar's just involved in everything but i still don't know why that's why i keep i keep asking what does dar hope to do with all of this i mean it, it It feels like he's, again, still just kind of setting things up to fail. He knows that's the only copy of that video, right? So one would think that was safe, but if anybody's going to find that copy of that video or make a copy of that video, it's going to be Carrie or it's going to be Peter. Uh, As soon as he recovers from whatever injuries he's got, this whole thing with, them going after Astrid and then here's the really ironic sad thing about this is that it was Peter's own paranoia about Astrid that led to this situation now is Astrid dead well I haven't read anything yet to say for sure that she is but she sure looked like she was dead I you got a guy as highly trained as this guy seems to be I wouldn't think if he's standing right over you he's gonna miss a kill shot right? I, maybe a sniper through a glass window, like what happened with Peter. The circumstances were extremely unprofessional-like, as far as the CIA stuff goes. When you see what Peter's been able to do before, uh, this guy just doesn't measure up. Uh, and the fact that, you know, Peter even escaped him doesn't measure up. And, and it just was a whole reflection on on where Peter is, where his instincts still are. But I i loved that final conversation with him and Astrid, where he said, You know, I hope to be like I was, but I know that I'm not. And how that finally won Astrid back, because those two went at it all this episode and just gutted me emotionally by the fact, and I really thought Astrid was just going to leave. And, uh, I, just i don't know you know the fact that she stayed um is now going to be on peter's conscience as well he was hoping you know he's he he was hoping that she would stay and now he's probably hoping that she would have left because she probably would have been out of harm's way um it's going to create yet another poor psychological mess for for poor peter Quinn. i'm just i feel so bad for this character so much terrible has happened to him um ever since, you know, the the whole gas thing, ever since the whole poisoning. I mean, it's just been terrible to see him go through what he's had to go through and the disappointments with Carrie and now this with Astrid. And um, he's likely, you know, if he manages to survive all of this, he's likely just going to go off the rails, right? I mean, he's just got no nothing else to do except go off the rails. So... Man, I, I just don't know what's going to happen there. I don't know what's going to happen anywhere. But uh, uh, president-elect, she's not going to be in good shape if, if DART pulls this through about her son. And, I mean, clearly we saw footage where it was showing um, something different than what they're going to present. They're presenting an edited version of the video, It just feels it feels very alternative fact to me, you know, like just people just cutting stuff together, which is why I made sure to point out that I did two independent sources uh, in regards to there being a season eight of Homeland, at least as far as it goes right now, because I don't want to be accused of being fake news. Um, That's for sure. And that's why I feel like the journalism standard in this country has gone way down because bloggers feel the need to get stuff out fast. My stuff hopefully comes out fast just because uh, I've done enough to offer just opinions on things rather than, you know, try and present facts um, about the show because I really know nothing about the way the CIA, CIA works. So I have no reason to criticize what they say about that. Uh, I can only compare what different agents do in comparison to each other and say, well, I think that that guy's better at his job than the other guy. But again, that's just an opinion. Anyway, I've, sorry, I went off on this tangent and that's not what I meant to do. My whole thing is, is that if DAR has all of these bases covered and is thinking this way, I mean, this is not reactionary. This is all planned. But what is it planned To accomplish is my big question. Is it merely planned to turn the president back into an anti-terrorist person uh, to commit the U.S. forces into more wars? I just don't know. I I, I just feel like it's all a setup to expose someone else within the government that's trying to do this. Um, Even though all of it could point back to Dar and he may pay for it. Um, I almost feel like it's a a sacrifice that Dar is willing to make uh, in order to expose this. And I'm not so sure that Saul isn't even in on it. Um, Because we've seen Saul and, and Dar play these games before with everybody. And we've seen Saul and Carrie play these games before with everybody. Now, in this case with Carrie, I really don't feel like that she had any involvement in it. Although how convenient is it that she is the person who has had, doesn't really have the ear of the president-elect anymore, but had the ear of the president-elect for a great deal of time? Um, seems awfully convenient, doesn't it? I mean, I know they kind of explained why, but it, it still feels awfully, awfully convenient. And I, I've, just love how intriguing all of this is building to and in either way you look at it whether you want to just look at dar as the big bad for this season and see how they're going to take him down or whether you feel like that there's going to be a twist in here somewhere where dar Adal is not the big bad um, but is doing all of this stuff to expose something else um, either way you want to look at it Um, it still is just like it's cool the way all of the tension is building up and and the way that everything is is, is starting to come to a head. And unfortunately, that means, you know, I, I, as far as I can tell, we got to pour one out for Astrid. Poor Astrid, man. All she did was she was just caring about Peter and uh, he treated her like crap. Dar tried to treated her like crap for bringing her out there. Um, and if he again, if uh, if this guy is working for Dar, which I'm not still completely sure that I believe, um, but I, I maybe, you know, that that will be the linchpin. Right. And and Peter's going to be the one to come up with the linchpin. Um, you would think because Carrie, poor Carrie, she's just so distressed about her daughter and everything. At least she got to see her. Um, and in typical Carrie fashion, she was just going to get out of the car because Carrie doesn't, you know, that's Saul. That was a really bad, 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 bad idea because now she knows where the girl is at. I mean, that is the worst thing Saul could have done. And I understand that he just desperately needed to get his Iranian friend in front of the president elect, which ended up backfiring on him, so to speak. Um, I mean, this this is all Saul's fault. And anything that happens to Franny from here on out is on Saul. He should never have let Carrie see where Franny was being kept. Because you know Carrie isn't going to be able to leave that alone. She's in her depression. She's desperate. Um, yeah, she was keeping it together on the business end of things with Saul. But, I mean, emotionally, she's a wreck. And you can't tell me that unless Saul calls child services and tells them to move Franny again, that Carrie won't be back there and really screw things up. And that'll be a typical Carrie tragedy. If she loses her daughter just because she wants to see her daughter, that makes perfect ironic sense for Carrie's character because that's the way Carrie is. And even though it's not kind of like the crazy that, that we're used to seeing Carrie do, where she goes off to meds and she drinks way too much and she does all of this, does all of that. Um, it just seems like uh, th- th- this is the way they're going to do the crazy Carrie this time around. Is about her daughter. And uh, that's okay. I mean, got to have a little crazy Carrie every season. It just seems to be uh, one of the trademarks of the show. Um, one of the tropes of the show. I guess, and uh, I'm willing to live with that just as long as it's done in a convincing manner, and and actually, this reasoning right here about over her daughter um, is the best reasoning that they've had for her to go overboard as far as the history of the show goes for me, or at least the most logical reasoning for her to go overboard as far as the show goes, except for maybe like the first season where she just wasn't in second season, even where she just wasn't stable yet. I mean, that's totally understandable too. She hadn't quite figured out what she was going to do. What else in this episode? Um, man, I, I think I covered all of the main story points, but just in terms of the raw emotion of everything, it's just so again, Astrid, so tragic, Carrie Franny, so tragic. Um Saul is just now coming to the realization. I mean, him and Carrie both kind of are now thinking about Dar adal and um you know, do they join forces to try and fight Dar or is Saul an insider and he's just playing along? Um, does Carrie's accusations are they accurate? Um, you know, about thinking about Dar and all of that. Um it just feel it feels like there's just too much coming down on Dar for me. It, it almost feels like it has to flip now in some interesting way. Um, although you know, last year with the uh, the character uh, who was uh, a Russian turncoat, um, they they pretty much uh, let that cat out of the bag about mid season and then uh, just built it from there. So maybe not. Maybe this is the direction they're going to go. I, I, like I said, I don't know if I'll be real happy about it, but um, I will have no choice but to accept it. Ah, th- I really like this episode. As, as, much as, it, as much as it frustrated me to see uh, characters I really like die, I mean, the tension of, of if Peter was going to come out of the water was fantastic. They really went a long time with that. Probably a little too long until it got to the point where you thought, okay, yeah, he's coming back out. Um, but it was pretty close to perfectly timed, uh, and I did love that. Um, I don't want to hire that. Uh, I don't want to hire that operative though. He's not very thorough. it was me, man, I'd have been dragging that body out of the water and shooting it in the head about four times, then putting it back in the water, and doing the same thing with Astrid. It seems like he just left everything behind, just like he left the FBI guy behind. Um, well, we don't know if he left the FBI guy behind, actually, because uh, he may have gone and cleaned things up after Carrie left. So I can't, I can't actually uh, call him bad on that because I don't know. Um, but when she revealed that to Saul about the FBI guy, he did seem very surprised by that. And that's why I still feel like this outside operation guy is not necessarily uh, reporting directly to DAR about everything. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm still clinging on to my theory barely, just barely by a thread, and I'm hanging over a big 1,000-foot drop, I know. Um, but we'll see how this continues to play out. If you want to contact the podcast with your agreements or disagreements about what I've had to say, feel free to do so. Gotta say, the irony of the episode was the fact that, you know, Quinn took those bullets out of the gun, and that's ultimately what ended ending Astrid. That dude's just going to be a mess. That dude's going to be a mess. And uh, we'll be a mess there with him, rooting for him, hoping that he can get over it. Uh, First, I guess he's just got to get somewhere safe. That's going to be hard enough, right? Anyway, I've rambled on enough. Feel free to tweet at Homeland Field, or you can send an email to Homeland Field Division Podcast at gmail.com. You can find all of that stuff. At the website, and here is all of the contact information. Again, thank you, take care. Find all back episodes of the podcast and contact and social media information at Homeland Field Division Podcast. Submit feedback to the podcast via email at Homeland Field Division Podcast at gmail.com or by calling the listener line 314 669 1840.